thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. Essential. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I gotta. I mean, I gotta yeah. remind you why. Uh, why you missed us? That's right. Yeah. Sorry for that week off. Yeah. Uh, but life finds a way. Um, it does. Yeah. Welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome. The Brewview Podcast. Uh, therefore, you must be Brad. I am, and you are always. I, I am Andrew. Andy. Uh, yes, Lil Andy's movie talks. Uh, <laughs> Lil, Lil Andy's fireside chats. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, this is the uh, podcast that critics are saying is dangerously close to 100 episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're about, we're about to hit syndication. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's when we roll in the big money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's when we start uh, compounding that interest. That's where the money's made. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, welcome, everybody. Yeah. Um, I'm back. happy to be back. Yeah, yes. me too. Me I too. got a shit ton of beer, a shit ton of movies to talk about tonight. Good, good. And I'm excited about it. But in the meantime, or meanwhile, or mm-hmm. before we go too far, yes. how are you? I How's am things? doing well. Things are on the up and up. Uh, things are okay. Um we were off. Um, we decided not to record last week. Um, OT's 
mom and sister were in town. Um, so it was just going to be hard to, to get anything going. But while they were here, good food, some, some good beers, um, bounce around to a couple breweries. So a good time had by all. And Sweet. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, while we were off, I went out to, uh, Pittsburgh and went to mm-hmm. a Penguins game, which was sweet. Uh, midweek Pittsburgh trip uh, paid for by other people, so that's even better. No um, complaints. Yeah. Whilst I was there, I had some good beers. Nice. Um, I had, uh, I mean, I, I got one, two, three, four, six beers I want to talk about other than what I had this week, mm-hmm. um, if you'll indulge me. I will. Let me see if I um, got, I don't think I have anything that exciting, but okay. Um, what was really sweet? Uh, we went out and stayed at this hotel like two blocks away from the from the um, the PPG Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but we're staying at this hotel. We go to the bar, the hotel bar, like which which you'd only expect to have like random drafts and stuff. Yeah. like they had Pizza Boy on tap. Oh, nice. Like my local one of my local beers there. It's called. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, spandex glitter and uh, egos or egos or egos, um, which is a really good IPA. I really liked. They had um, at the arena. They had New School IPA from Southern Tier Brewing, uh, which was really good. Like all these are four and above beers. Um, <clears throat> uh, just really good beers out there. And then when I came home, we went out last weekend to uh, uh, the local. It's actually like. Uh, we have a golf course that's real close to us and we, we all like, we don't golf or I don't golf at all. Um, but we always go to the, the restaurant that's there at the golf club. It's called, um, uh, Mulligan's. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no idea why they would call it that. <laughs> why do all, why do all golf courses just be, they, it's, it's I, always like, I think, golf. Or no, no, this, this was called Noonan's. I'm sorry. This is actually, oh. it's actually clever. Noonan's. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mulligan's Noonan's. is another yes yeah so Nuna- i you know i i think golf inherently is a very uncreative sport well it's always um, like it, oh isn't this a clever thing to do yeah mm. <laughs> the 19th hole it's mm. a watering the, hole they're very <laughs> they're very judged males mm-hmm. yeah very judged males or males um it, i don't know what it is but yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's, yeah. Well, at least Noonan's is pretty good. Yeah, Noonan's. I'm sorry, Mulligan's is, a, is another place we go to. Oh, Mulligan's. There's there's probably twenty in uh, yeah in probably you know the in in uh, Pennsylvania on, alone. Yeah, on the same golf course yeah. probably. Um, Mulligan's but, Mulligan's two. What I do love about Noonan's is they probably have fourteen. Or sixteen beers on tap, mm-hmm. and they have they're they'll have Bud Light and Miller Light and Yingling Lager. But other than that, then they start they actually make a, a concerted effort to go out and get different beers. And um, I have one that just or two of them that really blew me away. Um, it, one's called uh, it's from T- Stable Twelve Brewing Company called P- Crowd Pleaser. It's a double IPA. It's a fantastic beer now i haven't it's not on the bottle but it's off drafts so usually you can, it um like you where i th- and I, correct me if i'm wrong on this okay. and tell me what you think is that 
a draft beer gets away with a lot more than a bottle will. So like a bot, if a beer is bottled, it has to be really good because mm. um, it has to stand up to transport, yeah. um, UV light, all that, all that crap. Yeah, yeah. Where, where off a draft, it can get away with some stuff. Maybe, yeah. I think I think the draft just in general probably, especially if you're at a good bar, um, is just gonna give you a more consistent pour. Whereas like, you know, how long have you had this case of beer? Was it in your trunk? Um, right. You know, what, what temperature you keep your fridge at? Like, it it has it. There's a level of consistency that you don't get with the beers you take home. Yes. Um, but this beer was fantastic. I mean, just great. I could have drank all night, that all night. Crowd pleaser? Um, yes, crowd pleaser. Nice. And then uh, Southern Tier had another beer. It's one of those uh, novelty beers, you know, we've talked about before. It's called Thick Mint. It's like you're drinking a whole Girl Scout troop. Jeez. I mean, it's it, and it, it, it's 10% and it is Oh wow! It is nice. So good. It is so good. Like I, my wife hates beer, mm-hmm. right? And um, it was funny tonight. She was like, because she, she's been getting up early in the morning and um, uh, walking the dog and stuff before I get up and go to work. Um, and my job is to make sure the boy doesn't get anything and get scared, you know, mm-hmm. while mommy's not home or daddy goes to work. So, but it's not really that big of a job because I just lay in bed and he comes to sleep <laughs> with me. But. Um, she comes <laughs> yeah she uh she, she makes me coffee in the morning right because and mm-hmm. i'm not a big coffee person and like one you know like yesterday she's like yeah you're not uh, like jim yeah exactly <laughs> huge brew yeah. guy he's a brew yeah. guy mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yesterday she made like super heavy uh a real heavy beer or heavy beer heavy uh coffee and it was just really strong and this morning it was little week and she's asking like she's playing around with it to see what i like and i'm like i just don't really like coffee i mean as long as it's hot and it's got caffeine i'm good Mm -hmm. it gets me going and she's like well i just want you to enjoy it like i do and i'm like i want you to enjoy beer like i do and she's like oh now i understand like it's just not gonna happen yeah so um but no she really liked this this is um yeah it's just like having a whole brownie troop like i said in your mouth and um uh just fantastic and at ten percent, like I could have drank probably three of these before I got sick of it. You know, usually oh, some good. of those novelty yeah. beer, yeah. Um, but but rich, just rich and thick, and a, just a great stout. Good. Um, yeah. Um, and then uh, we had a buddy come over the other night at um, uh, for Span and Boyd, uh, Mike Weiser, who works for uh, Free Will mm-hmm. uh, Brewing Company, and he brought uh, some good stuff over. Uh, one of the ones I really like is uh, Love Letter to the from the nineties. Um, and it was just a super dank, hoppy, just IPA, 7%. And it's single IPA, so it's not even double, but 7%. Mm-hmm. Just, and when the double, you know, when you go to the doubles, it gets a little bit more, uh, alcoholish tasting. We've talked about this before. Um, but this is just all kinds of hops in your mouth. Crap. Uh, did I hang up on you? Um, nope. no. I don't know okay. if the video's paused, but yeah. yeah I don't know. Hops in your mouth. Hops I, in my mouth. Yeah, got it all. That was weird. Yeah. Um, nice. Oh, and one one other uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Brant. Uh, he listens occasionally to the podcast. He got he gave me a balls to the wall from Oliver Brewing Company, nice. which um, 
a pretty pretty decent uh, pale ale, which I'm not always a fan of. So, and it tasted pretty good. Hmm. So nice, nice, nice. I'm trying to think. Um, I know uh, we went to a uh, place called Parlo. Um, we actually walked there from the French Quarter, uh, which is uh, not. Not the uh, shortest of jaunts, but anyways, uh, so we we um, walked over there, and uh, we walk in. The The door was open, and <laughs> there's guys, like, cleaning stuff. We were like, are you guys open? And uh, the guy goes, no, we're brewing today. Um, just if you head over to the counter, we can pour you something. I was like, oh, okay. It's a weird brew time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's weird. <laughs> it's a weird way to not be open. Um, but it was cool. Uh I, I, uh, I had a rye, uh, Salinger Solace, uh, rye Ooh. IPA. Um, oh, Catcher in the Wire, yes. JD Sound. Yeah, I yes, get yes. And uh, I really, I like um, rye IPAs a lot, but I, I was kind of thinking about this. I don't know if I've ever, as much as I like them, I don't know if I've ever had one where I'm like, whew, this is, this is a five-cap beer. Right. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. one of those where it's like, I, I like it, but it never really seems to be like, oh, man, this is this is the beer. I, um, right. You know what? Maybe that's not true, because as soon as I said that, I, I think of uh, Trim Tab had a rye brown ale, which is obviously different from a rye IPA, but mm. I loved it. A rye IPA? Yes, the rye PAs, but I loved that beer. Um, can't get it anymore. Sad times. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, I did get to have uh, this year's Hop Slam. Oh, did you? Good. Yeah, I was out. Um, we're out listening to some music, and I was, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to have anything. We're probably not going to be staying out too long. And then I saw they had Hop Slam on draft, and I was like, well, wait a minute. Hmm. Wait a tick. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to be stupid. <laughs> so, had it. <clears throat> Enjoyed it. Um, OT, who is not a hop enthusiast, uh, she she liked it too. So really, yeah. yeah that's, I think I mean, now with a lot more like a focus on like Citra is really big now. Here's, yeah. Here's where I'm going to pretend where I know what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But with like those hops being really popular now, I feel like they the um, the flavor profile is a little more accessible, a little less bitter little more of that citrusy dryness or maybe sweet get a little bit of sweetness in there right so i think cool yeah yeah i i i mean i love that that hop slam i mean yeah i mean every year and it tastes a little different each year Mm -hmm. you know yeah Um, i I think that's cool and i like that a lot um that's kind of one of the reasons i like the bourbon county stouts is they do yeah it's they they offer they try to offer a consistent product but you know when when you get involved with barrels uh, i think a lot more factors the um oh for sure yeah that so yeah did i tell you i found uh there's a grocery store by me that just has bottles on top of bottles of uh bourbon county 2017 awesome yeah just buy them out yeah they have no it's they, they have no idea what they have it's just one of those things where I don't even know how they wound up with them, but yeah, it's one of those things where yeah, it's yeah, 
that's funny. Um, uh, yeah, you don't know what. You, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. There, there's an analogy there, and I can't. I'm trying to conjure it, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. So much for that. It's so. okay. It's okay. Uh, but what are you having tonight? I like your picture. Nice. Yes. Um, so Nola Brewing, um, much to uh, Mr. Z's chagrin, uh, <clears throat> right by me. They had they celebrated their nine year anniversary, and they released a special pineapple upside down cake double IPA uh, with pineapple, vanilla, and lactose. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, nice to get you know pint pint uh, pint cans. Um, I was kind of lucky to uh, to be able to to grab. I got one of the last four packs to take home. And uh, my buddy Matt, who works there, he uh, he grabbed a couple for me. But um, <laughs> his wife uh, drank one or two, and she's like, oh, these are really – he's telling me, like, yeah, Sandy got in them t- into them the other night. And she was like, they're really good. And I was like, you know what? Say no more. I'll, I'll buy my own. I appreciate the gesture. But uh, I understand when there's good beer in the house, it's tough to say no. Yes. It's like the stuff's addictive. Um, but anyways, <laughs> this is uh, they describe it as a sweet, hazy, tropical, double, dry hopped, double IPA with galaxy citra. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Love the citra and uh, mosaic hops. And uh, I am a big fan of this. Good. It is it's not- interesting that that combination of vanilla and you know pineapple and vanilla and all. Yeah, that, you know. yeah. The vanilla they they really went for the cake aspect of the pineapple upside down cake um right. but it doesn't drink like kind of like what we were just talking about uh it doesn't drink like a novelty beer it drinks like a nice imperial um it doesn't uh you get that creaminess you get a little bit of the vanilla sweetness you get a, a little bit of the um those nice tropical pineapple flavors um but really uh it's it's pretty impressive. They're they're able to just let the hoppiness shine here with um, with all those other ingredients at play. So I gave it a four. And um, the more I drink it, the more I I like it. So I'm well, good. Yeah, I've been uh, had that four pack in the fridge for for two weeks now. Just been been waiting for uh, for this certain occasion. Right? Well, well worth the wait. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you like it. Um, I uh, I got uh, uh, the local beer distributor. I have they have mm-hmm. a you know a, a stack of of uh, just you know uh, you know bomber bottles. Yeah. Sitting along, you know, just you know, you kind of pick and choose what you want. And I was like, and I was getting a case of beer, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get a, something just especially for this week and see what we can get <clears throat> done. And excuse me, <clears throat> um, this one I'm having is called Mongo Double IPA, and from uh, Port Brewing Company, mm-hmm. uh, which is in uh, San Marcos, uh, California. Um, this is an 8.5 with a 99 IBU. Um, I gave it a 3.75. All right. I, I, the only reason I didn't give it a 3.5 
is because I because uh, Jason shamed us. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, it's it's an okay beer, but it's got some weird aftertaste. The more and more I'm drinking it, and um, I'm about, I mean, I'm almost to the bottom of it. Yeah, it looks um, pretty. Um, it's, uh, it's I don't know. It's that tang that that weird. Um, not it's almost a metallic taste it, or like it's almost it's not quite citrus taste mm. t- to it um um and one of the reasons i got it um uh i'm looking at the different uh cascade sentinel uh uh simcoe uh, hops uh i don't uh, a piney bitterness to finish so maybe that's it. It's maybe that piney bitterness, but it like, hmm. I don't know. I, <clears throat> that finish is what really kind of ruins this beer for me. It's not that I Dang. don't like it, but I, I don't love it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, one of the reasons I got it though is because Mongo, because I'm a big fan of Blazing Saddles, and hmm. obviously, you know, Telegram for Mongo. Um, <laughs> but this was, <laughs> I wish it was named after him, but no, it's named after uh, one of the Brewmaster's cats. So, disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, yeah. It's okay. Uh, I would recommend, eh, I kind of recommend it. I, I probably wouldn't, like, if I had a uh, something other. Yeah, it's not one that I would go for right okay. away. Yeah. So. You'll drink it. Uh, it doesn't I, I'm, mean you well, have to like it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, I'm. I'm I will like it, but yeah. I'm not going to brag about it. <laughs> Guess what I had? A Mongo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Ah, all in all, some, some good beers. No complaints. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really happy about this week. Uh, like, if you can chase down a stable 12 uh, crowd pleaser, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to find some, maybe... Yeah. I've been threatening to send beer to people, uh, but that's one. I'll that, do like, it. <laughs> Don't yeah. you make me. Uh, but uh, some people that are drinking good beers, mm-hmm. uh, like I said before, I'm going to try to do more, like four and above. Uh, Tyler from up in uh, Hartford, Wisconsin, uh, had a Canadian bre- breakfast stout uh, from Founders Brewing Company. Uh, gave it a 4.5. Um, as I scroll down, um, your buddy Matt mm-hmm. had a Duvel or Duvel. Uh, it's a Belgian strong. He gave it a four. He also gave the uh, juicy double from Goose Island. Nice. Have you had that before? I have not. Okay, yeah, it's a double double IPA, double Imperial IPA uh, from Goose Island. Yeah. Uh, he also he also had a, uh, a dirt wolf, which I reviewed on this probably like three or four episodes into the yeah. into recording, uh, which is one of my go to beers. It's a really good uh, IPA double. Um, uh, I'm gotta get down to Brennan had a good one way down. Oh, uh, a, a Zwark or Zwarte Madame Blackout Triple X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Easy for you to say. Yes, from Dreibler den Hoppard Stout. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but he didn't actually rate it on there. But um, So, yeah, uh, if you have uh, a 
a lot of time on your hands and really like to drink beer. And mm-hmm. oh, oh, we got a new list or follower, right? Do we? Aud- nice. Audra, Audra Dweez. Oh, I think that's uh, Josh's lady, as uh, Bill Burr oh. might say. Friend of Josh's. I don't know. I think believe they're an item. I don't an know. An item? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to gossip. But, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, there you go. Yeah. Expanding the brand. Exactly. So, yeah, we are a Broomview pod Classic on tap. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how we do. We're all about expanding the brand, even yeah. though when people come up and actually talk to us about podcasts, we are very, very reluctant to actually say that we do two podcasts. Yeah. The sad thing is this one is such a layup. Like, oh, it uh, is. It has a very clear premise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, non-offensive yeah. at all. Like, yeah. nothing, like, to be like, you guys are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh. Do you like beer? Do you like movies? Yeah. Yes and yes. Well, try it out and see what you think. Yeah, we we uh, we review a beer and then a couple movies, and, uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> It is odd. Very odd. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't do it for the glory. It just happened to find us. That's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, and we're we're waiting for listeners to find us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather um, uh, strangers listen than uh, you know. Yeah. I just can't. I just can't. No, it is funny. Why do we do the things we do? But anyways. Yeah, thank you, um, everyone who's uh, following us on Untapped. You know how fun mm-hmm. it is. And uh, without further ado, we uh, doubled down on the assignments because we knew, we knew this was going to happen. This day would come. Yeah, when we would uh, skip a week. So, yeah. So what we're going to do, if we have any new listeners or you know old listeners, we're just going to kind of run down what we saw. Um, I got a. A handful, a good handful, and you got a good handful. We're just going to talk about the movies, mm-hmm. and we're um, uh, tell me if they're streaming. Basically, I guess, I mean, not giving a thumbs up or thumbs down because that's been done somewhere. I think somewhere I've in time. Heard that, yeah. Uh, but just like say yes, go find this movie, or no, or maybe. I guess is what we should kind of do. You yeah, know, yeah, uh, kind of yes, no, or. Depends. Like, I know who... Yeah. Like, there's some that are just, like, a general recommendation, and then there's others where it's like, oh, you know, you know who would like this? Jim from Span the Void. Mm-hmm. Um, some that are, are a little more uh, esoteric, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. But we do, uh, we do try and... Uh, there's a lot out there in the uh, streaming sphere. Oh, speaking... Before we get too far into this... Um, we were talking a little bit. Uh, I was recommending a couple podcasts for you. Um, yes, yes. From last week, I found a podcast. I don't know how I found it. I have no idea how I found it. Uh, but it's called the Indiana Jones Minute. <laughs> and what it does is each podcast, and like I don't even know how long they are, but the first like couple of them are like fifteen minutes a piece, or some of them are like ten minutes. Um, but it goes minute by minute, Stop like it. from. <laughs> Of all the Indiana Jones movies. Why? <laughs> because it's awesome. Because That's if you hilarious. find a movie. Right? <laughs> um, and, like, 
they're like decent to listen to. Like I haven't listened to any of the new ones. All right, hold on. Like to see. Well, no, keep keep going. But I'm gonna. Uh, find I one. because like <laughs> if if you if you go on, you know, you listen to any podcast, the first couple episodes are gonna be shitty, right? And then you want to listen to the new ones to see if it if it's if it's worth listening to. But yeah. I didn't want to spoil any of the Indiana Jones movies by listening to the, you know. But this is this this podcast has been going on since 2016, and I guess they've got what? and they release a couple a week, and they are now into the Last Crusade, so they've gotten the whole way through. <laughs> they almost made it, right? So if you think about it, I mean, you know, I think the first Indiana Jones like two hours or something. You know, that's t- 200 episodes. <laughs> this is so stupid. I love it. It's right. Yeah. It's like it's a great idea. Um, so yeah, if you if you have a lot of time to just waste and are really dig Indiana Jones, check out mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones minute. Yeah, I gotta um, give this a listen. It's hilarious. Um, I someone someone on Twitter. You know, it's just it's hard to keep track of who we all follow and stuff like that. Um, but someone on Twitter was like ranking the the indiana jones movies the the uh the trilogy and uh, i was like well i'm just gonna i'm just gonna see if anybody anybody bites and i uh i did uh number one crystal skull uh (laughs) (laughs) number two uh temple of doom and number three last crusade and uh (laughs) no one responded (laughs) really (laughs) they probably thought you were a kook yeah hard to believe they 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 sussed that one out (laughs) I've never even seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and quite frankly, <sighs> I, I don't think I'm going to. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I could honestly like, uh, like I could, I could go the rest of my life and never watch Temple of Doom again. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's very very cheesy. I think I, Last yeah. Last Crusade is a great movie. Last Crusade and, is a good one, um, and. Of course, Raiders Lost Ark. Yeah, I, I think Raiders. I I think it's a good trilogy, but I think it's it's a hard one in the sense that, um, a lot of times a good trilogy peaks with the second one. Yeah. And Indiana Jones, in my opinion, and it sounds like yours too, peaks at at the opening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I like, think yeah, Raiders is uh, far and away my favorite. I would say. Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Uh, well, the thing about Last Crusade, it's a lot more tongue in cheek, mm-hmm. but a lot, a, a lot more well written. Yeah, I could see. Than, yeah, I mean, you've talked about uh, uh, yeah, Temple know. of Doom. I I've just on on top of it, really like it's it was never made to be a great movie. It's kind of a stream of consciousness of ideas that Spielberg right. had, and that's kind of been pounded into my brain by, by um, the modern cinemas class I took. And we, we watched that movie, I think twice, but no, we spent geez. a lot of, t- we spent a lot of time with that movie specifically because it is such a, um, it's kind of an anomaly in the sense where it is popular and it is successful. And it is just kind of a string of ideas where it's like, uh, what if we did this? And that's kind of how the Transformers movies feel, to be honest. Yeah. It's like, hmm, what if we did this? Okay, like, they're just kind of, like, 
riffing, flying off the seat of their pants, and and it typically wouldn't work. It doesn't seem like something that would work, and um, somehow it has endured. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I I think it's the weakest of the of the three. So. But yeah. So if you uh, are Indiana Jones, check it out yeah. because it's it's funny. The um, the first episode is basically the opening, you know, where the uh, the uh, Paramount uh, Mountain turns into the mountain, and then it goes to like uh, one of the names in the credits. And that's the first minute, and they just talk about, you know what I mean. So it's like, like it's it's a commitment for sure, right? That is hilarious. Um, so I'm I'm anxious to hear like some of the more recent because like they're probably just getting their legs at that point. Yeah, yeah. They're like, um, yeah, kind of almost like workshopping publicly at that yeah. point. Um, that's funny. I like that a lot better than. Uh, there was something going around that was like, I forget what it was, but it was like, oh, like these four childhood friends were trying to remake Indiana Jones shot for shot. It was like, yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a cute little blurb of a story, but I like watching it. And I was like, well, this is, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. I have to yeah. go now. I have to go watch, you know, a, a video of a kid playing kazoo over a trap beat. That's more <laughs> worth my time. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, yeah, nice. Um, I'm gonna check that out for sure. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I like I like it a lot. Well, let us get into some yes. movies yes. proper. Um, bu- 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 I have what one, two, three, four, five, six. So I think I have a couple, one or two more than you. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go first. Uh, I think we just go back and forth, right? Uh, do you want to do our do um, do the, uh, you want to just start, first? yeah, with assignments. So last week um, or two weeks ago, we we doled out two assignments, and then we can just get into the the extras after that. Okay, yeah. Um, let's uh, uh, tell you what. Let's uh, start with uh, what happened to Miss Mo- what happened, Miss Simone. Perfect. Um, Streaming on Netflix right now. Um, it's the story of um, oh, I can't remember her last name, and I don't have it up. Um, Nina Simone. Nina Simone, and uh, she – okay, so I guess uh, – how, how do I describe this? Okay, so it's a um, the story of a, a jazz singer mm-hmm. or a uh, – uh, who, who went from totally on the scene to, like, totally disappearing – uh, to totally disappearing again, mm. uh, coming like just the rise and fall of a career, I guess, more yeah. or less. Um, and um, what's interesting about this movie is because uh, we we uh, we see a lot of the same stuff happening now that happened fifty years ago. Like this, um, isn't that you know scary? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's it's scary, but like also like, hey guys, take a step back. Let's look at what happened before. Like, yeah. like this this all this comes around. This has come around. Like, it's not something new. When people are saying this country is so divided, and blah, blah 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 blah, take a look at back at yeah. that point. Like where you know people were getting killed at Kent State, people were getting hosed down. Like yeah. that kind of or, or you know we get the Black Panthers and like um, you know um, militant 
people like you know like people saying this country's so divided and it is for it is sure. yeah but it's you're but like you're right. it's well it kind of goes back to what we say and and this is i don't um not to speak for both of us but i don't think it's it's a dismissive thing like oh there's no problems in the world today but like by and large like this is the greatest time to be alive and yeah there's some really fucked up shit going on and yeah you know where you know the the uh, the doomsday clock is is ticking but at the same time i mean you know at least some of the stuff that was happening isn't happening yes and yeah. at least it seems like there's more of an audience now of people who want to hear this and want to change this and i mean yeah of course you know it's yeah it's it's a uh, it's, it's rough out there, but it's also like, yeah, I don't you know. could be in Syria, right? Yeah, uh, and and it could be a white helmet. Yes, exactly. Um, it's what what? Okay, so anyways, um, Nina Simone uh, grew up under a different name. I can't remember her name, but she she was a classically trained pianist. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, she had aspirations to be the first like concert. Uh, black concert pianist mm-hmm. um, and uh, her life you know throws some curveballs and she ends up being more of a jazz singer um, and it, it's an interesting story because like they have a, they have actually a good bit of access into the into the yeah um, there's a good archive yeah a good archive like and and people still alive to talk about her and uh people that related to her people who, and she's dead now she died in i can't remember in um uh 2003 and um uh but so anyways she became a jazz singer very popular uh popular popular when you know things were kind of changing from the 50s like you know everything's you know uh, mad men style to Mm -hmm. the you know you know opening up to the civil rights movement and all that stuff and you know um uh it's an interesting look into the past you know to see how i mean it's a it's a it's almost looking into a mirror to see how people are acting at that time and how people are acting now and um and whether you know who's right who's wrong well we know who's right and who's wrong but i'm i'm not here to talk about yeah that. yeah 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 no um, I, I agree but but what's it, it's what's what's interesting is to watch her up and down and like her her um i think she was diagnosed uh was it bipolar or i something to that effect um uh she was uh she had some issues as far as uh uh, mental state Mm -hmm. um very talented and you get this with artists you know you get it with kurt cobain you get it with you know people that have something to say and have Mm. uh but also are are dealing with a lot of other things and um kanye west yes (laughs) (laughs) um and it, it was interesting to watch her uh her her struggle because right. she went from, you know, pleasing everyone having number one albums and all that stuff to taking a very strict stance in the, um, in the civil rights movement to, mm-hmm. and alienating her white audience and actually losing people and being very militant in the way she, uh, came off in her, uh, her stance, like to the point of, 
of uh, promoting uh, uh, violence um, and, and things like that, which yeah. really, uh, you know, is, I mean, obviously that's not good, right? I mean, right. that's even even though you you think you're righteous in what you're doing, it looking back on it, not a good thing. Um, yeah. Um, and you know, I think it was like I th- I think the director or whoever made this movie made a, a conscious effort into showing the duality of her personality and her her issues, like obviously talented and very righteous in what she believed in, but also showed some of her foibles because like she was a a, a truly an activist in it in that time, but also a really bad mom. Mm. (laughs) Um, And um, uh, I think one of the uh, most, uh, (laughs) uh, remember we, we talked about, uh, or at least I really love, uh, the character of love uh, from uh, from uh, uh, Blade Runner, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. As far as being an evil character, yes. Her husband Andy, the worst. Oh, <laughs> the worst. That guy, I hated yeah. him. The worst person in the world. Like this guy, like he, like she was trying to stand up for things and stuff, and like he would be like, oh, she's just trying to stand up you know whatever you're gonna lose be like all about the money and yeah. in the meantime beating the shit out of her like uh yeah one of the yeah one of the worst per- people in the world yeah. uh this this is i think is about as gr- good of an access of, to a person that isn't alive yeah that you can get like i felt like i knew this person for the most part i mean very uh very very erratic uh of a personality like comes and goes like and what she thinks and believes and like i and like when you are fanatic in one thing like you can't help but swing to another side or like when that flame burns out yeah i guess um uh interesting um uh, you know i do like the fact that the daughter was on and wasn't just like you know loved her but yeah not not a great mom you know yeah important person in in history but and like where do you draw that line you know you look at people you know people look at martin luther king mm-hmm. great 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 advocate all that stuff but also cheated on his wife like so like yeah in that's not to be like i don't want to be that that show where you know i'm gonna right, denigrate yeah. martin luther king but and and same thing with john uh john f kennedy you know he's on this pedestal up here but also a philanderer Right. So like, yeah. Uh, how do you how do you weigh that? You know? Yeah. Because well, I, I think for. Um, uh, for like Martin Luther King, for example, um, impact of. Uh, his, you know, the impact that he had on on America versus. Um, his his relations outside of his marriage. Um, I, I think obviously the impact is uh, much more lasting. I, um, ab- absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I, uh, I, but the the where I where I come down. But I th- I think there's a difference between Martin Luther King and a jazz singer. I, yes. So. Yes. Obviously. But like, if I were to tell my wife I'm going to go out and march in the mm. streets for a good cause, but in the meantime, I'm going to have sex with somebody else. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's going to go over. 
so good. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I, and I'm not, I, know I don't want to make that. I know you're not being the, because that's the thing now is, is the, uh, the big, well, you know, a alternative right, I guess. Like, how, how can we take anything this guy says seriously when he cheats on his wife? And then no, yeah. Next thing you know, that guy's I'm, banging I a 13-year-old kid. Yeah, but I never want to be that. No, I know I know you're not being that guy. I just want to give yeah, give some space there. But like <laughs> but it's yeah, like yeah. like if if What's you the have... threshold? Well, it's how well, about no, this but... for movies? Like we've talked about like I love Chinatown, but Yes. It's a hard it's a but, hard thing but to But do uh do I need it versus someone, you know, like, a 13-year-old girl getting abused and, and who yeah. you know who who knows how many others we don't know about? Because yeah. there, there's a obviously a whole. Um, as long as the money's coming in, don't ask, don't tell type of situation that was happening and probably still is. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like I, uh, I love Chinatown, but do I need it? Um, the way that maybe a a young kid needed a chance to you know, not be raped and abused. No, yeah. I don't. I can live without it. Yeah. So. It's a it's a weird it's a weird thing and like how do you and it, this is the last I'm going to talk about it and yeah. um, uh, no it's like, it's how, a hard decision to make it's it's a hard line to you can't really draw that line it's tough but also like and it and specifically for here because I like I'm not going to denigrate Martin yeah. Luther King yeah I'm yeah. not going to do that but like for um uh, uh for this movie mm-hmm. it's hard to like okay. Like when you, when you can't, like how it, it, you need to have your shit together in order for me to take you seriously. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's I think the whole thing why a lot of people have problems with at the risk of doing this, but I'm going to do it. Like lots people, of people, yeah. But but people won't take Trump seriously because he doesn't have shit together, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. A, even I, I'm and I'm. No, I know not you're not advocating it. for him. That's that's no, but like, let's say he does something good, but like everyone would always go to the point where like he's a reality star guy. He you know yeah. wants to fuck his the... daughter. He wants to do all the you know whatever. Hell yeah! yeah. Uh, the court of public opinion is not a court based on justice. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a. And I'm just trying to go to both sides of the yeah. out there to make the point. But like, no, it's, no, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because. People are, I guess, I guess extreme people do extreme things on both ends of the spectrum. You know, like Absolutely, they do good, yeah. good things extremely. They do bad things. Unless you're Mother Teresa or, you know, Gandhi or whatever it is. Um, you know, I guess there's that um, when you're an ex- not extremist, I guess, but more of a uh, that person that puts yourself out there. I, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to do something one way you can't help but fuck up that much as well yeah well how about this this is so i love nina simone i i love her music i grew up listening to a lot of her stuff um to tie this into a podcast that you recently uh a couple days ago introduced me to disgraceland um you're talking about you're dealing with legendary figures yes absolutely and they're like um Sam Cooke. On a pedestal, yeah. Sam Cooke is probably my favorite singer of all time. And, 
you know, they're on, they're on this pedestal and, uh, you, you only see them in this certain light and, and this lasting impact that they've had, but then you peel away the layers and the legend becomes very human and, and being human is sometimes very ugly. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that's what you're dealing with here is like you, you have an incredibly talented jazz singer who became uh, an, an incredibly dedicated civil rights activist. Um, you know, the route that she went is questionable at best at times. Um, but you have this person on a pedestal. And then what this is, is taking a look at instead of taking a look at the legend, taking a look at the person. Yeah. Yep. And and they did a really good job at that. Yeah. I would recommend this movie uh, for, I uh, I'd say definitely a yes to watch it be- yeah. if you're because if you like documentaries because yeah. like if you're if you want a good tight narrative where it wraps up and everything's good at the end, eh, you're not going to like this. But this is something it's it's a little ambiguous. It's a little you know up for interpretations at times. Yeah. Um, you know, was she right? Was she wrong? You know, is she good? She bad? Whatever. She obviously had some uh, issues and like growing up when she grew up, like obviously like not uh, a good thing. And like that guy, her husband, yeah, like fucked her up. Like he's to blame for all her problems. Like really, like I mean, she stayed for with him for so long, and like he beat the living hell out of her, and it's just like scary, and like had no remorse for it. Like no. in the interviews that he had, like that guy is a dirtbag, dirtbag. Yeah. Like, yeah. ugh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch it if you can get a chance. Stream on Netflix right now. Yeah. Um, I I gave it an eight. I I was a big fan of this. Um, I know it was nominated for best. I don't believe it won, but I think in two thousand fifteen or the two thousand sixteen Oscars because they take mm-hmm. place at the beginning of the year. Um. Like I'm figuring that out in my head when it happened literally two weeks ago. Uh, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I nominated but didn't win best best uh, documentary. Cool. I like it a lot. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, so cool. Um, did you watch? I believe you did. Good time. Yes. From 2017. Okay. You bet. Yeah, All right. Yeah, you assigned that to me. Let's, let's hear get it. into it. Um, I'm worried that we might have fallen on on different sides of the spectrum here. But after a heist goes awry, a bank robber spends a night trying to free his mentally handicapped brother from being sent to Rikers Island Prison. Um, And this is, uh, it was written by Josh Safdie and Ronald Bronstein, uh, directed by Josh Safdie and his brother, Benny Safdie. Mm -hmm. Um, And it stars Robert Pattinson, the aforementioned Benny Safdie, uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh, um, doing God knows what. And, uh, so this movie, uh, it opens up with, um, Benny Safdie's character, Nick is in, uh, he's, he's mentally handicapped and he is sorry, mentally handicapable. And mm. he is, um, he's in a therapy session and, uh, this session is interrupted by Connie played by Robert Pattinson. And um, that's uh, that's right where my grievances start. There was a really uh, jarring um, role of focus when he walked in the room, and I was like, oh, I I don't like this cinematography. And uh, from there, it just unraveled. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know why. I just um, if you go back and you watch that opening scene, I think you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. If you didn't notice it the first time, and it probably won't bother you, but for for me, like something about that was just like, whoa, what is, what is this? I don't, I don't like this. Um, so basically, this is the uh, uh, this movie is about a uh, a bank robbery that goes bad, um, and. Uh, Robert Pattinson, his his character Connie gets away, and uh, his his mentally handicapped brother is caught, and uh, he goes on this this whirlwind adventure, um, trying to bail him out with uh, dirty money, trying to get his girlfriend Jennifer uh, you know, Jennifer Jason Lee's character, who I don't know if she was supposed to be twenty or forty, um, I don't I don't know what she was doing in there. Um, but she was behaving strangely, uh, trying to get her to bail him out. Uh, he winds up, you know, he, he's basically like the, the, the world's best confidence man. Like this guy has, has done a lot of improv in his day and, uh, never slips, never trips. And, um, he, he is just on, you know, this adventure through through nighttime New York and winds up uh, accidentally abducting someone when he thought he was getting his uh, brother out of the hospital. And I don't know, this movie just felt like all over the place to me. And it felt like just an unbelievable, like (laughs) just, just heightened to the point of absurdity. The situations, um, but they felt like they were trying to play it very real. Uh, and I don't know. I, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy this movie. Oh, uh, <clears throat> so, well, okay. I, that, I, I, I might, uh, look, I gotta be honest with you because no, no. I, 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 maybe I missed something here, but I feel like I didn't watch the movie. Everyone else is watching. Okay. No, that's that's fine. I don't I don't mind that you weren't into it. I, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm disappointed that you weren't. Um, I because I liked I really like this movie. Okay. I, what I so I I really felt like the okay. So they can it, it was condensed and it was it was it was it was elevated a lot mm-hmm. because like there's so much happened in one night. Right. I mean, it takes a place basically over one day, and it it. Uh, so what what I what I took away from it was it felt like what what real criminals are right. It's not there's like for the most part there's no like criminal mastermind. Yeah. What real criminals are what what our 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 criminal justice system is filled up with are people that are uneducated, just trying to get by. Right. The guys that are, the people that are dumb they get caught. The people who are smart, they get caught eventually, but they can get out and they can actually con other people, right? Right. Like, and it, there's no, it, it's not any coincidence this guy's name's Connie. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it's yeah, just, it's pretty on the nose, right? And but what I loved about this movie is that, like, the situations that happen, right? It's not they weren't contrived; they were, uh, they were like logical, hap- like things and like. I know a little heightened. It was well. Well, I'll I'll agree with you there. They, um, where, where the, you get the way up. that they heightened it 
Like it, it did get, it built up and up and up in when I say heighten, like in a logical sense where you, you heighten towards the climax. So they, it didn't just like all of a sudden, like this whiplash of like all of a sudden they're, you know, doing acid out of Sprite bottles, but it just, it did build and build and build. I, I will, I'll, I'll concede that point. <laughs> right. But it, what, what I like to, is that like where people get tripped up, isn't on the crime itself. You get tripped right. up because you're driving follow a car. You're driving a car with no license, or you're driving a car that you stole, or whatever. It's right. like it's, it's not always the crime that you do, but it's like the it's it's the fucked up things you do afterwards, which right. it, you did a fucked up thing in the first place. There's no like everyone's like, oh, how could you do that? That's so stupid. Why right. would you do it in the first place? Like you're an idiot for doing it in the first. You know what I mean? Like how could you get caught? Well, you wouldn't have done it if you weren't. And. I like I found myself in situations similar to this. Like I've done stupid things. Yeah. And like I and it's when you you make a bad decision and you try and yeah, you do a bad thing to get out of that bad decision yeah. like and yeah. like I've done not to this extent and yes it's hyper realized it's it's heightened all those things we talked about but um I found it true. I found, I love Robert Pattinson. I like I was so wrong hit both him and what's her name from Twilight series um, um yeah shoot uh kristen stewart right they're great actors great okay Both. um i i think that that's one of the things that that i just kind of felt like um i wasn't crazy crazy about uh robert pattinson's performance here so, really? so maybe that's one of the things that kind of holds the movie together for well see uh see i thought he did like disappeared in this role i forgot it was him like uh and i was just looking back through some of the stuff that he was in while uh i mean he was in the lost city of z we uh, uh-huh. did we both watch that right no or i watch it like yeah. he disappeared he was in that and like kind of disappeared into it like i he's a great actor like i really really like this movie i thought it was just true i thought it was pretty i okay. um uh i thought it i thought it really rang true and i see your points but like i'm uh, i was i guess a little bit more willing to like forgive yeah. them. No, yeah, and that that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just I don't know. I I just for me it felt like this movie never had its hooks in me. Mm-hmm. And so I never felt invested in and and I think when you don't feel invested in in something like this, um be it in the characters or or in the plot, it just becomes an exercise in getting through acts 1, 2 and 3. And that's just right. kind of how I, that's just kind of how I felt. Um, I mean, this movie's trending pretty high. I mean, it doesn't have a ton of. It's got thirty three thousand uh, rev- uh, user reviews on IMDb, and it's it's trending at a seven point three. So, I mean, for I, I think by and large, people like this movie pretty pretty well. Right. But I I just I don't know I I didn't I didn't enjoy it and. Maybe it was that that lack of investment, but I just felt like everything just just worked out. So like this guy never like, yes, he you know, he he did a bad thing and then he did the bad things to try and try and cover it up. But he just he never like slipped up once. He was just so smooth. And I mean, you even look at like, you know, the greatest crime movies of all time, like they even slip up in Goodfellas. Come on. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like we look at, you know, you look at all crime, right? Right. If you look at all crime, 
you know, the Goodfellas guys, they're point oh 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 one percent of those criminals, right? right? Yeah, uh, they're the not. And I guess where it really rang true for me is like um, years and years and years and years ago, right after I got out of college, I worked in a probation department, right? Mm-hmm. And all the people in there, like every one of those people were this person, right? It was the right. person that got that fucked up the first time, little thing, right? And then they got put on probation. Yeah, they fucked it and, up further and by they, making... And, and then they were on probation. They can't drink. They can't do this. They can't hang out with other people. They fuck up again. They get put in jail for a couple months or a month or whatever. Right. They get out. They're on parole. And they have to keep it straight and clean. And then they fuck up again uh, like it's just a never-ending cycle it's, it's babysitting yeah. it's it, you know uneducated whatever it is you know it's it, they just they can't get out of their own way and there's someone looking over their shoulder when they can't get out of their own way right. and it rang it, for me it rang true uh based on what i had experienced through that and yeah. um and oh, it was absolutely. it was fair enough like that job really like it told me I didn't want to work in that field because I was looking at like there's I wasn't there to help anybody I was just there to like Babysit. bust that person yeah. well, well just bust that person for fucking up again mm-hmm. you know like if if I didn't I wasn't doing my job it was regulated that I had to do that like I got to piss test you you yeah. know you smoke dope a little bit <laughs> you're going you're going to jail for three months right. you know like I had to do that I put someone in jail for smoke you know because I had to piss test and that was a part of his. Uh, you know, a part of his deal. And that's like, it's heartbreaking, but I mean, and yeah, you can say, well, clean your shit up. But as a 21, 22, yeah. whatever year old person, like, okay. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, exactly. Everything's so much easier said than done. Everyone always has the answer to the problem and the problem is never them. Right. Um, yeah. And just, just uh, to be, um, Totally above board. I I am not comparing this. I'm not comparing this movie to Goodfellas. I just, oh no, no no. I just think I know, that um, just like he was just like you know couldn't miss type of situation. It was like uh. yeah. And I didn't feel feel invested from the jump, and and I just felt like the uh, like Jennifer Jason Lee, who I really love, was just like. What what was she doing in this? Like, yeah, she was, she was a, a big character, but it was it was all a part of his like right. Yeah, his, it, she was a, a tool in in his uh, his utility belt, but I I just didn't understand her specifically. One uh, and then two, like was her character supposed to be like twenty or forty? Like was was she a fuck up who like lived with her mom or like, I I don't know. And and that really ultimately doesn't way too much on the plot but just as as someone who's always i'm usually very excited to see jennifer jason lee in a movie so yeah 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 right. uh i i'm saying this is maybe mm-hmm. um because i i thought maybe you like i mean it's hit and miss whatever it doesn't it, like like i'm it's like i'm not mad that you didn't like yeah. it but like <laughs> it's a it's um i think it takes like uh it would take a certain kind of power like my wife wouldn't like this you know um she it, it, but i for for some reason it rang true for me so that's it it's it, i'd have to know the person really to recommend this this isn't this isn't uh around across the board type of recommendation for me at least mm-hmm. yeah um 
Yeah, so so I uh, I uh, obviously went on IMDb and I, I was looking around a lot. A, lo- a lot of people like this movie. I personally can't not giving it the recommendation, but um, it, yeah, I definitely understand that there there's an audience for it, and, yeah, and they're enjoying it. So you know, I I can't uh, hold that against them. Well, I guess I could, but I'm not gonna. So. Good time is uh, was this is streaming on Amazon Prime and uh, right. this is from 2017 from last year. In case we didn't cover that already, right on. Right All right, on. Um, uh, I guess I'm up next with uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, streaming on Amazon right now. Um, big old movie from 2017. Um, I don't even know what the budget is. It's pretty, probably pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, budget was $177 million. Uh, gross for it was $132 million worldwide. So I don't think we're going to see a sequel. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this because I um, either you're going to watch this or not. Um, I would, I would, okay, so it was directed by uh, Luke. Uh, um, Besson, mm-hmm. who did um, also did Fifth Element, which is a movie that I like, is in probably my top fifteen movies of all time. Like I love Fifth Element; I'm a big fan of it. Well, maybe not top fifteen, maybe top twenty-five. I I just have a real soft spot in my heart for that movie. Oh yeah, uh, a lot a lot of us do. It's it's an awesome awesome yeah. movie. So, uh, but you see a lot of those aspects of that movie in this movie. Okay. Uh, just the general. Uh, fluidity of of um, like as soon as you're in this world, you feel like you belong in this world, even though that like you you're are introduced to all kinds of different things. But like as soon as you got into the fifth element, you felt like it's lived in the universe, and you don't have yes. to be like it doesn't. It's not need. They don't need to spoon and feed you, as far as what's going on. And like this this movie kind of does that. It 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 feels a little um. It, it, it feels uh, lived in, I guess. Uh, uh, Dane DeHaan, uh, okay. Kara, uh, I don't even know how to spell it. Yeah, De- I don't know. I, I just, yeah. I've only heard other people say it. I don't actually uh, know. Yeah, they, uh, the, they're the main two uh, actors in this movie. They have good chemistry. Um, it's a, it's a sci-fi, uh, just. Uh, romp. Um, I think you'd probably like it. Um, I I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. It went on for it. It, it took a little bit too much time. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it was a little bit too long. Two hours seventeen minutes. It like me. It could have cut twenty minutes out. Um, it was it was interesting. Like the plot was the plot was there. Um, and the visuals were pretty astounding. Um, it's not, it, it's going to be forgotten. There's, we're not going to be talking about yeah. this in years to come, but it, it's a movie that, uh, I mean, there was, there was, uh, uh, it did really suck me in with a couple of the, the plot lines and a couple of the alien races that I really kind of dug. Uh, okay. uh, but for the, uh, like, it's, it's. I gave it a six, but like a like a very hopeful six because it was, 
it was a fun six. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't say that it was like I've never at one point, other than that it dragged on a little bit. There was no point where I was like, "There's no way I should be watching this movie." Like this is That's a, good. yeah, yeah, like this is a gym movie. I think this is a. <laughs> Uh, no, and that's not even a bad thing. No, it's know? not. But but like for a guy that watches like seven or eight movies a year or, or whatever, you know, like yeah, this a, is gonna be this is gonna work for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, and, you know, there's you could you could pick this thing apart, mm-hmm. and you know, um, uh, but for the most part, uh, it was it was pretty enjoyable. Like okay, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, there's a cameo by Rihanna that was nice. I, I love Rihanna, so yeah, she's... Um, she did a striptease type thing, which was fun. Um, and uh, but right. yeah, yeah, neat. Uh, neat. I would say I like check check it out if you can, uh, or if you have the time. If you're looking for a little bit of mindless fun, yeah, because it they like this isn't breaking any barriers, but. And and neither was the fifth element, but it was fun. It was yeah. like, it was like, a f- I look at fifth element. And I'm like, it. That's a fun Blade Runner. Yeah, fifth element's hanging pretty solid though. You know, like like um, you were saying, we're not going to talk about Valerian. I, I think fifth element still it has value to it to this yeah. day. Yeah. So it kind of you kind of sucks I, when you're kind of hoping for something like that, but at the same time. Yeah, but like you, you, you have uh, Luke Besson's, uh, uh his earmarks all over this thing. Okay. Like you, you see his his, uh, his like I don't I don't even like a lived in universe. You know, you think of Blade Runner, you think of right. Alien, you think yes. of all those things. Um, this has that, but with a little bit of whimsy to it, I guess. A little bit of like, hey, not everything's so dark and and gloomy. There's a little bit of fun to be had here. Yeah, you know. Um, and that's what you got in uh, Fifth Element, right? It's just like, you know, everyone has some weird outfits and everyone's kind of stupid, but except for the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, stream on Amazon right now. Check it out if, you, if you're in for a romp, I guess. Yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, you bring up a good point, like the, with the, uh, you know, someone who sees, you know, less than 10 movies a year, they're, they're obviously just want to be entertained. They want a spectacle. And and this, and this like is a spectacle. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 visually, uh, yeah, definitely a spectacle because like they didn't. I mean, with 177 million, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice, 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 nice. All right, so um, that is you said on Amazon Prime. Uh, I got a movie that you assigned to me mm-hmm. on uh, Netflix called a perfect day it's from mm-hmm. 2015 uh and it is uh written and directed by fernando leon de aranoa um who, easy for you to say yeah <laughs> this is my this is my first time running through it um he's uh ah spaniard he was uh born in uh may of 68 in madrid and uh, you may know him from A Perfect Day. Uh, no, it, it looks like he's got a lot of a uh, lot of Spanish films under his belt. Um, but A Perfect Day is uh, the story of a group of AIDS 
a group of aid workers. <laughs> a group of aid workers who uh, try to resolve a crisis in an armed conflict zone. Um, and it stars Benicio Del Toro, uh, Tim Robbins, Olga Kirilenko, mm-hmm. uh, among, uh, ooh, yeah, among others, Milani Thierry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I think that does it for the ma- for the main characters. Um, yeah. But yes, so uh, this movie is uh, kind of all over the place. I mean, I'm I'm looking at uh, IMDb. It it <laughs> it's uh, comedy drama war, and. Uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, they could have flipped that a little bit, but it does feel like comedy and drama are at war with each other in this. I, I felt like this was, this movie was kind of tonally all over the place. Um, and it, it, I, I don't mind tonal shifts. Like this is one of the things where it's, uh, I feel like you can kind of trip up over yourself with, um, with things that I've said, like critiquing previous works, like, like, um, things like trust the audience or, and then turn around and say like, well, this ending was just ambiguous for ambiguity's sake. Um, I, I, I'm all for the tonal shifts, but I, I don't think that there was ever a tone established in this movie. Um, it was just like, it was very scene to scene and it almost felt like they were just picked out of, uh, they could have easily been picked out of different movies. Um, but essentially there's a body in a well, um, that is poisoning the water supply and, uh, this group of aid workers, um, they, they need to get it out of the well. And this is Syria in, or Bosnia in 95. Yeah. Um, yeah, which was another kind of weird thing about like, I mean, obviously, that's his historical fact. Um, but just, like, are you going to commit to it being 95? And are you only going to play music from 95 and prior? Or yeah. are you just going to, like, bounce around? and? That's, know? that's yeah. I think I you brought the music. And I think that's my, my yeah. biggest complaint about this movie is there was some... Uh, the soundtrack, not the score, but yeah. the soundtrack. Like, there's that Marilyn Manson, the Sweet Dreams Marilyn Manson thing was way out of place. Yeah. Movie. Way out of place. Uh, but that's the, really, for me, that's the only thing that was bad about this movie. Okay, I, I, I'm not saying it's, it's necessarily a bad movie, but I do just, I, I felt like it was... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, yeah. No, 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 no. You, you're good. Um <laughs> I, how many times can we say no in the, in oh, the no, no. last 30 seconds? Oh, um, no. Oh, no. But no, 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 no. Let me tell you. Um, I thought this was uh, – if there's one thing that you uh, I think is is um, undisputable, excellent cast. Well Fuck acted. yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, for one, thank God, thank God, someone said, hey, Belizeo. Mm-hmm. You can have the lead role instead yeah. of being the weird, yeah, crazy of person in the, in, in the background. Like, like this is like a thing. Like he is 
fantastic in this movie. He's great. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's so good to see him just act normal and yeah. like be a human yeah. instead of like Sicario or Fenster or um, whoever he's Guardians. Be. Uh, yeah, just I, I hated him. I, I appreciate the fact that he decided to give a performance instead of just be Benicio, but I hated him in in uh, the latest Star Wars. Um, which I, I think that was just kind of divisive across the board. I think there's he had his fans for that one. Right. But yeah, he's he is a great actor and he can play it straight. He doesn't need to be a bit part or you know the collector. Um, one of the one of the things I love about Traffic, yeah, his performance in Traffic is fantastic. Yes, yes, um, and, but that, and that's you know, you know, how many years ago? Fifteen. Got to be more now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't, you don't get to see him too much. And, and Tim Robbins as as be the kind of like, um, he, he kind of, I don't know if he was meant to be the carefree guy or, or what, but like, I kind of took his character as, um, I kind of maybe was projecting myself onto him. Cause like, I, 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 uh, use, humor as a coping mechanism right. and i think like you know he's in, he's in this terrible situation and he he can't help but you know riff and 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 kind of goof around and um but when there's work to be done and and he has to kind of lack of a better term sober up it's he's he's there for that um well can i can i offer a real quick explanation maybe just yeah. a tonal tonal thing yeah sure sure uh, maybe and for me it's is where i'd land on that is that this movie isn't really about what's going on this day. Like, it's not what's happening this day. It, mm-hmm. This is just a day. It's not this day, and this is, like, the biggest day of their life. No, it's just a day that's happening yeah. okay. to these people. And and it what it is is um, there's these people, right? And this is, like, obviously the director did this through um, – it, it was looking at the people that – that sacrifice their lives to go and work as aid workers mm-hmm. and the, and maybe not. And you talked about the tonal shifts and, and I'm thinking maybe that you have those emotional swings from, sure. from sure. like, um, pure, like, uh, uh, gravity, like, yeah. uh, you know, people dead and dying, to the absurdity of trying to get somebody out of a well with not enough rope to yeah. the, you know, which way do we go around a cow? You know what I mean? And like, you have to have some kind of, maybe not, maybe it's a gallows humor or a, yeah. um, and, and, and being stuck in these situations with people with a huge emotional like swings. Like there's like, you go from uh, serious, like, interacting with people to a romantic twist on it and like, or an awkward uh, love interest. And like, I don't, in those situations, like I, I don't think you have any, any choice, but to have like those type of, and I, and maybe this is all me and it's not the director's intent, but Mm -hmm. like, I feel like they went through a day Right. Like that, it, it was. That's the name of the title. They went through a day, and this is what these people have to deal with in a day. You know, whether it's the the inner 
it's, it, they're dealing with the the command structure or the people they're trying to help or the people that are governing the people they're trying to help or the overall quote unquote good people that are trying to help everyone and i think that like you run that gamut of tone or feelings and emotion yeah. through that day and i for me for me i i, I was invested in all the characters like okay. I loved them all. Like I, I thought they were all like, you know, I thought Tim Robbins was the only one that was kind of a caricature. And yeah, but and the translator, but you, you have I, those I love the, I love the translator. He was yeah. so great. He was so subtle, and like his facial expressions were great. But I mean, so to address that tonal yeah. thing that you were talking no, about. No, thank I, you. I, I actually, I think that that is a very um no i think i think you're right i i uh yes thank you i i, I think that's a good succinct way to because it, it is it, you know um in the scope of a day you know no one day we, we you and i were kind of talking about this earlier is no one day is all good or all bad and like it's it's um it's so easy and maybe in movies too like it's so easy to focus on that that guy that cut you off on the highway but um not it's not uh as common to bring up the you know the two or three people that let you let yeah. you in with the courtesy wave um and yeah i i think you get that with this movie um and uh maybe you know maybe the uh it it really could just be the music because the the music choices just seemed so. Yeah, this this odd. didn't have to have a soundtrack. This had yeah. to have a score, and that was it. But like, I think this could have had a soundtrack if you went strictly like, um, ninety like, eighty five to ninety four. I guess. Like yeah. I I don't know. It just um. But yeah 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 I don't know. I all in all um I. I I like the movie. Um yeah. I give it a 7. It's kind of a soft recommend. Like I I don't think that um I don't think that if you watch this movie you're going to be like, "Oh, fuck, there goes, you know, an hour and 45 minutes." Um, right. Well, I I, I I think the performances are really good. I, I love the cast. Um, and yeah, I agree. Tim Robbins was a caricature, but those those guys are there. Yeah. Like yeah. I just you know. Um, but he's maybe an amalgamation of some characters. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I just think about like guys I like you know buddies I have who are in who are in the Air Force just from when I was living near an Air Force base. There's there's a couple of characters in there. Right. Just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, those guys who, I mean, they, uh, they go up, they don't know if they're going to come down and, and some of them just decide that when they're on the ground, they're going to live life to the fullest and behave a little strangely. But like I said too, like the, the using humor to, to cope with grave situations. Well, yeah. The gallows humor that yeah. they have to deal with. Yeah. And I thought this actually did a good job on showing, you know, there are aid workers everywhere in the world. Like there mm -hmm. are, and it's like, okay, this is them. And it's not like they're, you know, these highly trained assassin aid workers, you know, right. like not, uh, not killing people, but like, will absolutely help everyone in their path, you know, but like, they're trying to like survive yet help, 
you know and yeah. I, I i really thought this movie found that right um i mean uh, we keep talking about tone but like the tone between like they're they're fearing for their lives but like they know they're there like they, they feel like they have um they captured uh, their situation well yeah yeah, yeah I, more, more than tone i guess yeah and I would recommend it. I actually would recommend this movie just, just for the fact that, that people can see uh, Benicio del Toro yeah. do his thing That's without a being a caricature. Yeah. Like and like say, oh, he is really good. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's not the the what's his name, um, uh, Freddy uh, uh, Four Fingers from Snatch. Or, <laughs> yeah. You know, Four Fingers. Frank. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he's not just a caricature or a, a, a bit character. On mm. he's just he's fantastic. I loved him in this movie so much. Yeah, and, he was really good. And he, he, you're right. It, it's a shame because uh, you know I wonder if he just enjoys playing these weird characters, which I wouldn't doubt. I mean, it seems. Well, he's got a he's got a weird look to him. He's got a you know a kind of mysterious look to him, and he probably gets. I mean, he is typecast and yeah, some of this stuff and like, but he get they're in huge movies, mm-hmm. so why not take them and yeah, get, right. you know, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it gives him a chance to do something like this, and like just on a chance. And the only reason I watch this movie because his face was on it it was called mm-hmm. a perfect day it's like uh, or the reason i you know suggested it and fuck i'm glad i watched it good um, good yeah i'm i'm glad i watched it too i mean i i obviously have my my grievances with it but i don't want it to to seem like yeah i you know had a had a real real ish, took issue with it because i didn't right. um but yeah a perfect day streaming on the net streaming on the netflix Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I keep I keep like uh, bogarting your. No, no, no. You no. You're you're actually. I I'm really glad. I really do think that you you articulated well, like what what it means to have a day, and and I think that you know I I'm just kind of with movies where they they kind of lay it out plain for you like a day is good or a day is bad so right so yeah i definitely i i appreciate your insight on that don't don't fret don't don't feel like you're talking too much please it's mm-hmm. team effort <laughs> all right um so we got through all of our yeah those were assignments. our assignments yeah. um maybe maybe time to doll out a couple new ones oh yeah for sure um Oh, uh, for you. Oh, yes. God damn it. I can't. Okay, so it's either going to be a... I'm really excited, so... I'd love this we'll movie, or, or you're going to be like, meh. And if, <laughs> if that's the case, then uh, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> but um, from last year... <laughs> then uh, we might not make it to 100 episodes, but... No, no, <laughs> I. Uh, but I can't wait to talk to you about Patty Cakes Okay. Um from last year and this isn't streaming this is one that i'm making you buy yeah and and or helping you yeah watch. well yeah uh, you're you're giving me the the key so well i'm putting my money where my mouth is yeah. like when i find a movie i like i'm gonna or you know i i actually bought this movie so uh yeah check out patty cakes uh yeah uh we'll check that out next week yes looking forward to talking about it um if though uh if if you are so inclined, you can rent it on Amazon for uh, high definition is five ninety nine. 
Yeah. Um, standard definition, four ninety nine. I personally, when I rent movies on Amazon, I go standard definition, but um, internet in New Orleans in general is kind of shoddy, as we kind of found out tonight. Um, yeah. Internet in New Orleans is kind of shoddy anyway, so I don't want to pay for, like, it's, it's not going to stream that great. Um, so I always go the standard definition route. Um, but I'm not... I, I know audiophile, obviously, is a... You know, sound well, guy. One, but what it what would be like a a visual a a visual file? Yeah, that a thing like a video file. Yeah, video file is probably that's well. Probably one right. thing you can do, I I would recommend this instead of just streaming it, just download it. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, and then and yeah, then rent download because then, then you then you only have you have like three days to watch it, and it. But if you download it and then watch it on whatever you know, TV or whatever. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm on uh, IMDb, IMDb's home page. Avengers Infinity War has already broken a ticket sales record. <laughs> Interesting. <sighs> Fastest selling superhero movie in the first 24 hours. Well, that's kind of good for them. Kind of niche. Well, I no, I'm, I'm still going to see it, but <laughs> it's just, Fastest selling superhero movie in the first twenty four hours of presale. Yeah, very specific this, little yeah. window they got in there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, well, that's one of those I've already resolved to. I'm gonna see it, so I'm trying not to watch any trailers. Um, we'll see how that goes. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's a good move. Um, I didn't think about that, so maybe I'll start renting uh, HD, downloading it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll be talking patty cakes next week and I've got one for you that I'm, I really hope that, uh, this delivers because I haven't seen this yet either. And I just hear good things. Moon from 2009, uh, starring Sam Rockwell is streaming on Netflix and I'm, I'm going to go down this, uh, rabbit hole with you. So sweet. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Um, well, we got those two. But mm-hmm. if you don't want to watch them or you can't watch them or whatever you want to do, uh, I got a movie for y'all to watch that I've seen before that I can recommend. Uh, what did I say? It was from 92. 92, right. Uh, Basic Instinct. Streaming on Amazon right now. Uh, we got Sharon Stone. We got Michael Douglas. We got... Uh, Newman, Wayne Knight, <laughs> Wayne Knight, um, hell yeah. Um, uh, in you know a movie that was known for one scene, mm-hmm. but it 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 is a um, a uh, it, it's what all the the bad movies from that yeah. era actually spawned from. This is like that psychological thriller that. Um, and it's it's misogynistic because it's like all oh, the women are bad, all the you know all the men are, you know for the most part right. Is it misogynistic but... or real, bro? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> Just joshing. Um, but yeah, check it out if you want to see what all the hype's about. And really, like that scene it doesn't really live up to what I... it's it's okay. it's the other scenes that are really hot. Yeah, I don't get. Like, I don't feel like that scene is um, 
pardon me because it's going to sound pretty graphic, but I don't feel like that scene is the visual feast that it's. Uh, <laughs> no. No. It's, yeah. Yeah. I also, I, it's one of those scenes where it's just like the lore of it is so much bigger than what what you actually get. Yeah. I mean, and, imagine imagine you're sitting on a bench mm-hmm. across uh, the room from a lady that was wearing a dress that doesn't have any underwear and she uncrosses her legs. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it is. It's it's because you hadn't seen it in a mainstream movie before. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's basically it. It's not like, you know, a, a, there's so many more hot scenes. Like yeah, if you're there's, for a that, lo- there's a good amount of nudity in this movie. Yeah, I mean, it, there's some steamy, like, sexy scenes that are much better than that that particular scene. But that's the one we all, yeah, are, you know, we as in the royal we mm-hmm. go back and look at. But I'm not uh, but you, driving the car, talking on the phone, and handling the money all at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, check out uh, Basic Instinct. Um. Here's here's one. Uh, do you believe that Sharon Stone didn't know that that was happening? No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. What a what a silly silly lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't buy it. Anyways, um, yeah, you can if you don't know, you can learn. Um, Basic Instinct, Amazon. As Prime. Biggie said, if you don't know, now you know. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> Homie. Mm. Homie. F- friend word. Um, <laughs> friend word <laughs> also streaming on amazon prime uh we were talking about we touch base on this uh both think it's a pretty solid little movie 310 to yuma uh the 2007 remake starring russell crowe and um christopher nolan's batman christian bale yeah thank you wow that's my bad um sweet uh i don't know when we never really had like a Western boom, but it was always kind of like uh, hovering. Kind of, yeah. It was like on the cusp, like about to. Yeah, break we cruise. had. Um, yeah, we had Unforgiven, which was up for Academy Awards. Beautiful which, movie. Yeah, really opinion. good movie. And we had uh, Tombstone, which was you know uh, of its time, and and actually it still holds like up Tombstone. pretty well. Yeah, it holds up pretty good, and um, and we had. Uh, I mean, you know, we had True Grit and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But this is actually a decent little... And, and, of course, we have some modern-day ones like... Uh, uh, oh, what's the Hell one? Hell or High Water. Yeah, Hell or High Water. That kind of stuff. Even Sicario is kind of a Western. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but this is actually, like, a good little, like, Western movie that was... Um, you know, it's not... What was that one, that super one with, like, Gene Hackman, Sharon Stone, and Leonardo DiCaprio? Um, the Quick of the Dead, mm. Quick in the Dead. I think that was from like the mid '90s or early '90s. Yeah, it was just a, like it's just a bad, bad western. This is a good one. This is real. This is fe- this feels real. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Fun. So yeah, I I like that recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of I kind of want to go back if I have time. I might check that out because it's been a while since I probably haven't seen it since 2007. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a long time ago. It does. Yeah. Feels way further than I guess I don't know. Lifetime ago. But anyways, um next week we're gonna be talking about patty cakes. Um not streaming 
for free, but you can rent it on Amazon. Uh, and Moon is streaming on Netflix. And if you want to go with the tried and true, the stuff you can trust from us, Basic Instinct from 1992 is streaming on Amazon Prime, as well as 310 to Yuma from 2007. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We got a lot of... Uh, a lot of Lucy's, I guess. Yeah, some other stuff we watched. Yes, yes. Um, you saw a movie I watched. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of guns. Yeah, of... I did. I watched a a nice, uh, a sweet little movie called John Wick. Mm-hmm. Uh, been on my list for a long time, pretty much since 2014 when it came out. Uh, one of those that just, I think it really. Uh, if you take a look at the trailer, uh, I, I think this is a movie that really just defied expectations. And, um, of course, it's it's action-packed. Of course, it's guns blazing. Um, but this is one of those that falls into the, uh, the point A to point B camp that, that um, really serves you well a lot of the time. Uh, kind of like the... The, 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 the Mad the- Max... Fury well, the Road, game, like you got to get from A to B. That's it. I think it, this is uh, kind of like uh, what was like uh, Judge Dread or mm-hmm. or Dread or um, yeah. It's like the the video game style. Yeah, movie. yeah. You kind of you got to level up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so John Wick is uh, directed by Chad Stalski. Uh, it was written by Derek Kolstad. Uh, I cannot confirm. Maybe you know off off top. Um, I don't think this was adapted from anything. I think this is. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, because I, I was I I watched the credits from start to finish, um, looking for a based on, um, because it does kind of have that like that standalone graphic novel feel to it almost. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it was, but uh, it, like it's actually adapted from like a, a million different. Like, right. Yeah, now. it's an amalgamation of so yeah. many this movies and, and comic like, books, and for sure. Uh, what's that? Uh, not Parker, but um, that Mel Gibson one. Um, payback. Where he, payback? Yeah. yeah, it feels like that a little bit, uh, with a lot more gunplay. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's that it's that gritty um, kind of anti-hero type person i think this is what remember that movie smoke and aces yes i think this is what smoking aces wanted to be yeah maybe um so yeah john wick is uh i i've heard about this for four years now um about how uh like oh you know this guy he he wants revenge for for his dog and yes in a in a very literal sense is that it is that but when i found out exactly what it was i was like oh that's much more that's even more heartfelt than just a dog like that's crazy yeah. Yeah. um super sad and uh i we were talking about lived in universes earlier i i think this is maybe one of the best examples of like you understand the rules of this universe. What is it? The Continental um, was the the name of yes. the hotel with yep. with all the assassins in it. I felt like this movie did such a good job of presenting the rules without like one, two, like listing it out and without a lot of exposition. Like this just felt 
Like it was very intuitive and um, it, it left you wanting more. Absolutely, I cannot wait to. I'm probably gonna watch the sequel. I might start it tonight, depending on on how this goes. I don't work hmm. tomorrow, so I'll probably start it tonight. Anyways, um, it's it uh, <laughs> it is Keanu. Like this is why we love Keanu Reeves. Like he is, he is a great action star, and and we maybe is a strong. I don't mean to rope all of us together. Uh, I love Keanu Reeves. Um, he is so. <laughs> I uh, I, I don't I, I don't know that he's like the best action star. He's like the best action star where like the action star well, doesn't have to do anything. The thing I love like, about him as an action star is I think that he does all this stuff like i think he is like a martial arts enthusiast and like he's he like and he's a little unassuming yeah as far as like you know you don't have the bulging pecs and yeah he's not um he's not not schwarzenegger or stallone or yeah i'm or um, statham statham's kind of unassuming too yeah a little bit uh dave batista is who i was trying to think of oh yeah 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 um fuck like, i just watched yeah, he, uh, he doesn't have the fucking like bookshelf for mm, for shoulders yeah 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 uh yeah i love it, him man um yeah it's he, like he was like this role was great for him yeah because it, yeah it i don't think he's really- a, i don't think he's a tremendous actor but i i I love him. I I think like the um the original Matrix was just a like happenstance of genius casting, where it's yeah. like oh let's get this confused maybe stone guy, yeah. Um, he's but, a hacker, but ath- athletic and, enough to be able to pull off what you right. need him to do. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, because so he's Johnny Johnny Utah. Yeah, <laughs> Utah, get me two. Your knee turned about 180 degrees. Mm. In the Rose Bowl. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. Um, uh, man, I love this movie. This was. This is just balls to the walls fun, mm-hmm. um, and it's got a. It's got a strong enough narrative where um, it's not. Uh, it doesn't bog it down, but it's all. It all makes sense. It's all tied in. But like I said, I think they. They did such a good job of establishing this um, kind of League of Assassins without um, spelling it out for you, without a lot of exposition. Um, you know, great, yeah. great supporting cast. Willem Dafoe always, you know. Oh yeah, he was great. He yeah. was really good. Yeah, it's like not the creepy like bad guy. Yeah, like he's the creepy good guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Michael Nyquist was great as the creepy bad guy but he yeah he wasn't he doesn't have the the willem dafoe look yeah. um alfie allen was like oh couldn't wait for for him to get killed um yeah. which is just a credit to him to him playing that character so well uh yeah uh dean winters is just uh i don't know he uh anytime i see him i i, I kind of just have to crack a smile I don't know if you ever watched the TV show Thirty Rock at all, but no. um, yeah, he he played uh, <laughs> he played like a deadbeat ex boyfriend of uh, Tina Fey's character, and he just nailed that so well. So to the point where like it doesn't detract from his performance here, but anytime I see him, I think like 
Dennis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, but I love this movie, man. Um, it it delivered on. It's hard when when you keep hearing like what an unexpected hit this is, and then you right. expect it. So I've kind of braced myself for it, and I'm like, I know this is supposed to be good. This better be good. Um, and I felt like it delivered. Like I I I could see myself watching this one again. Like, is it um, high art? Not by any stretch. Is it? You know, does it make you think? No. Um, but. Fuck, I just enjoyed myself from start to finish. And, um, it's, you know, it's, it's just, it's what I needed this week. Uh, and, and I'm really happy that I watched it. And yeah. thank you to Fredo for making it available to us. Yeah. Um, I had, had, uh, Hardcore Henry not exist. Like if that didn't exist. Yeah. Like okay. this would be this would be like that much better. But like I think for me Hardcore Henry like Well, Hardcore Henry is kind of like the first person version of this. Yeah, it is. And like and in like I God, I wish like more people would see Hardcore Henry and just yeah. like I like the the ingenuity and the uh, risk-taking style. Like yeah. I love John Wick. I think it was really good. Mm-hmm. Like I was very enjoyable like but like it when if because hardcore henry exists i understand like, like that is like the gold standard yeah for me. and gold and the gold standard for shoot 'em ups yeah yeah, yeah absolutely i get that yeah um, um i i think this had some great moments of uh some great comedic moments too i i love the um the police are at the door. Noise complaint. Yeah. No, noise complaint. You, you working again? No. <laughs> just, and yeah, that's just the, sorting some things out. Yeah. <laughs> There's three dead you guys back. in his hallway. <laughs> yeah, but but like it it wants you wanting more. You want like yeah. the coins, the you know the briefcases and whatever right. you know. Ian McShane's greatness. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And but it it just it does leave you wanting more. I agree. And but you understand what it is. And yeah, I I don't think I'm. I might just be overstating it at this point. But like when you talk about lived in universes where you are thrust into this thing that you haven't seen before, but you you understand it completely. And I mean, it's it's not the most complex system, but just the fact that they don't have to spell it out for you and they just yeah. just naturally yeah. Just did such a great job with this, and um, the the fight choreography, the gun choreography, it just looked fantastic. Like yep. a lot of fun, and um, it like kind of compare this to the other, the big one of this kind of era, like Taken, with like the obnoxious amount of cuts, and like Liam Neeson just doesn't have it. Where this is just fluid, like not a lot of cuts like just well choreographed like this is far above and away and then you know trying to compare it to hardcore henry it's this doesn't have charto copley so yeah how good could it yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> um but i love it i tell you um, mate <laughs> anyways um john wick if you haven't seen it and uh you have an opportunity i say go for it strong recommend yeah. from me Love yeah, this it's, one. It's a it's a good flick. Good yeah. flick. 
well, taking uh, talking about 180s. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go 180 on your ass. Yeah, go artsy on me. I will. Uh, so we watched uh, a couple. What? It, well, it's going on two years almost that we watched uh, the Lobster. Yes. And uh, so coming out with his, I don't know if it's a sophomore effort, but it's his next effort. Uh, Yorgos Lithomus, uh comes out with his uh, next movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, starring, uh, we got Colin Farrell. We got, uh, I was going to say Kate Black itself, but no. It's um, uh, uh, Nicole Kidman. And uh, oh, uh, the kid from the kid from um, Dunkirk, the one that uh, meets an untimely something or other uh, on the boat. One of the one of the two kids. Um, you you would I if you I watch, recognize his face, but I'm trying to yeah. Um, it's one of the two kids on the boat on the on the little boat. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> All right. So, um, okay. So we when we watched uh, the lobster, obviously, like it's an alternate universe where, mm-hmm. you know, you know things are a little weird and stuff, and everything is uh, all the lines are, everything you say when you talk. There's no, uh, there's no lie in what you're saying. Everything is. Um, real. Uh, it's it's a weird cadence, and he carries this over into this movie where the cadence mm. is the same thing. But uh, okay, I I don't like the plot is a little convoluted, and well, it's not really convoluted, but I don't want to give it away. Um, okay. It's it's uh, uh, Colin Farrell and um, and Nicole Kidman are are married. And they got a couple kids, and they run into a, this kid who creates problems for them. And so, like, if you remember in The Lobster, every line was delivered, like, earnestly. Yes. Like, and it is the same way here. Um, God, I don't even know how to explain this movie. Um. I, I, I guess it's it's a um, uh, I guess it's in kind of in the same universe as what the lobster was and it, it's just an and what the the director does the writer and director does is put you in an awkward situation like what mm. would you do if and kind of like the lobster what would you do if you were in a situation and it's and he puts you in uncomfortable situations and it, mm. there's no like long takes where you're like, Oh, what would I, um, but it's, but you feel like you're, I guess in, in a, in a, you could relate to all the characters. Like every character comes up, they feel true, even if they're not speaking like normal people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, it rings true. I kind of like this movie. I don't know who I'd recommend this to, except for maybe Leanna, who like who remember uh, she really liked the lobster. My cousin. Yes. Remember, yeah. We absolutely. Got that? 
Um, and yeah, the, I, the person who emailed us a couple times and then mysteriously dropped off. Yeah, I remember uh, her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've called her out now. Um, uh, I probably would say for you to watch it, but if you got a lot of other stuff on your plate, like other movies you really want to watch, probably not. Like this is a this is like if you watch The Lobster and you you found redeeming qualities in it, like this is a movie worth like following up on and watching because there are redeeming qualities in it. And um, Colin Farrell's great. Uh, Nicole Kidman is amazing in it. She's really good. Like I used to think she was just this like blonde that they couldn't lose her accent in most of the movies she did like in this movie she is so good like she was really good um the kid the young kid um what's his name uh barry kagan kagan yeah k k e o g h a n kagan um sounds right to me uh he this kid is going to, unless he like, like just falls down to like a drug, uh, you know, is too big on his success. Like this kid is going to be a great actor. Oh, He's he was in, uh, 71. Oh, was he? Yeah. I don't even I think that's him. where I recognized him from, honestly. Okay. Cause I, I know what you're talking about in, uh, in Dunkirk, but he just doesn't, um, that's not why he stood out to me. Right. 71 was good. I liked that one. That was, that was one. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. If you like The Lobster, and like, then I would watch this because there are some good performances and some good storylines. I can't say the movie in, it, in and of itself is great because it's not. Um, but for... There are a lot of redeeming qualities to this movie, so mm. I'm going to give it a maybe. All right, I um, so I I was not big on the lobster, but I I think we both agreed like the first yeah. half was pretty pretty fun, and then the second half was like, Wee. yeah, I wasn't big on the lobster, but it is one of those where I just kind of, especially with the killing of sacred deer, um, kind of popping up here and there. Like, I don't think I uh, I don't think it hurt to watch that one again. So, if I do end up watching the lob, I'm I'll, I'll watch this first. But if I do end up watching uh, the lobster again, I will uh, I will let the listeners know if anything changes. Cool. Um, but yeah, the killing of a sacred deer. Where? Where's uh, you can buy it. Okay. If you want to? This right, is right, on right. Fredo. Films. Oh, right, right, right. That's where I saw it. Perfect. Yep. All right, we're going to take a time out because I got to pee. Okay, BRB. All right. So uh, I watched a movie that has been on my list for a little bit. Uh, it is a movie called Beyond the Gates. It's streaming on Netflix. It's from 2016. Uh, it is the story of two estranged brothers. Uh, who reunite at their missing father's video store and find a VCR board game dubbed Beyond the Gates that holds a connection to their father's disappearance. Oh, this is like Jumanji. Uh, yeah, actually, it's it's very much like Jumanji. Uh, it's kind of um, 
it's very 80s inspired um it's the you know technicolor synthesizer horror uh the the score of this movie is really um the redeeming quality of this movie um excuse me while i open another beer i was mm-hmm. so excited for this movie um because it looked like it nailed the feel of the 80s like you know um i think i've talked about it before but the the blockbuster movie basically like the movie where like you go uh to blockbuster and the vhs cover is just so enticing that you got to rent the movie uh this is basically the digital version of that they got me and uh they got me uh, hmm. <laughs> Poorly acted, um, really just, as far as the script goes, just really not great. Like, um, we talked about, like, good time being over the course of a night. The thing that is so strange about this movie, Beyond the Gates, uh, is it runs the course of a couple weeks. And it's like this very, a couple weeks or a couple days, I don't know, a couple days can quickly turn into a couple weeks. I don't know. It's crazy. Um (laughs) <laughs> the uh the thing the the central plot of this movie is so traumatic it's it's about a dad who is captured in another dimension from playing a VHS based board game like that would um you know i i think something like that would warrant a little bit of uh enthusiasm a little bit uh you know work through this a little more quickly than like there are a couple times you know where they're they're playing the game or like this is just too weird i gotta go to bed it's like all right you're trying to save your dad (laughs) i I mean i love dad but man am i tired (laughs) it's just the um Sense of urgency is what right. I'm looking for. That's the that's what I'm looking for. The sense of urgency just wasn't there um, with the characters, and therefore uh, with the movie as a whole. Like it just it was a lot of stop and go. It was a lot of like this is just too weird, man. Like hands in the air, backing away. Like right. I gotta sleep this off, and then I'm gonna have a nightmare so that we can. You know, <laughs> use a little bit of the uh, special effects budget. It was just, it was just a shame. Um, but I told you prior to that I do want to talk about this movie because this is one of the um, things where it's just like I'm almost ashamed of myself to say this, but this needs a studio treatment. Like this is one of those movies like. The premise is good. Obviously, we've seen it work with Jumanji. It's worked twice with Jumanji now, right? Um, and the, and Zel, what's that? Uh, Zathura. Yes. Yes. Which is actually a pretty good. Yeah. Movie. Zathura. Is it Zathura? Zathura. I yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Um, it's basically Jumanji in space, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is Jumanji in an '80s horror movie. Um, and it, it just needs a guiding hand of people who know it's, it's just that scary thing where it's like, I, I definitely 
disown and, and uh, denounce the um, film by committee. But this, right. this needs someone behind it that knows how to make a movie, that knows how to, like, look, people want a first, second, and third act. People want a little sense of urgency. Like, someone to say, like, hey, wait a minute. Why are you guys going to quit playing this game and then pick it up a couple days later? Like, something right. really traumatic just happened. Do you really want to, like... The, the stop and go just just doesn't make sense. Like a couple of things are, ju- are just it's a couple of tweaks off from being a lot better movie. And it's one of those things where it's like as as a fan of movies as a as an art form, as a as a medium for art. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but I feel like it needs a little uh, corporate uh, shine. Uh, yeah. 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 It just needs it needs some touch up. Like this is I'm all for the independent spirit, but at the same time, like the result is is less than. And I think it needs some guiding hands and uh I think that, you know, I, I would love like there's there's definitely a market for people who wanna enjoy um kind of that trip back to those eighties like they even mentioned like video nasties, like the, you know the evil deads, the yeah. the the gratuity, the the fun of it all, like the the thing that you know scares parents. Like this this kind of like was pawing at that, and it needed to reach for that, and I think it just needs a. I don't know someone someone experience at the helm and and I hate to say it because like I don't want to you know crush the little guy but it's kind of like one of those things where it's like well Budweiser knows how to sell a beer to mm. to relate it to the show <laughs> yeah um I don't want to have a Budweiser but you know sometimes they know how to sell a beer yeah. mm-hmm. sometimes indie's a little too indie mm-hmm. like you're your indie cred is costing you a good movie. Yeah. Basically. So, um, yeah, and I was disappointed by this one. Uh, I gave it a five, but I was, uh, I was looking forward to a much better movie. So, I can't recommend, especially like my, my taste for that, that, uh, the genre movies. Uh, I'm not quick to recommend to people anyways, unless it's you and, you know teeth and uh what is what is the uh dead snow yeah <laughs> dole those out like candy on halloween yeah. um yeah, they were like two years <laughs> apart almost yeah that's true that's true all right fair enough um but i'm not quick to to send anyone else down that rabbit hole <laughs> so listen I, I i you know i'll watch it if, if yeah uh, yeah, I I know you'll watch it. And I know you tell me the truth about it, so I appreciate that yeah. too. So, but cool. yeah, this is actually one that I was streaming, and I was kind of like, "Do I send this Brad's way? Mm-hmm. Do I send this Brad's way?" <laughs> and then I watched it for myself, and I was like, mm, "I can't send this anybody's way." So, mm. so uh, I'm I'm glad I got it out of my system, uh, but I was really hoping for a better movie. No oh, good. We're the uh we're the filter. Yes. We we are the we are the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. We are beyond the gates mm-hmm. trying to keep off and stave away 
any of the bad movies. I'm the gatekeeper. Are you the key master? I am. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. God. I I want him to watch. I want my boy to watch that movie, but like it's a little too heavy. Yeah, Ghostbusters is so much more suggestive than I remember. Yeah. Uh, and pretty directed points, but Yeah. Uh, so I got one more movie to talk about, and I know I assigned it to you, and we're all going to watch it. Hopefully all going to watch it. and watch. Yes. I'm, I'm actually going to watch it again because I am going to sit down and watch it with my wife because this is like this is a movie like you need to watch with mm. uh, uh, O.C. Yes. Or, or O.T. Yeah. I'm sorry. O.C. Um, uh, yeah, she's going to like it, I think. And even if you don't, she's going to like it. Okay. Um, patty cakes because goddamn, um, I just watched it and I can't stop thinking about it. Um, and like, if you guys want to get on the conversation next week, I like whoever's listening, watch uh, patty cakes next week and like, uh, chime in before we record next week and tell us what mm-hmm. you think. So, uh, uh, I know it's you got to buy it, but like uh, I, we've talked about it before, where you know you got to put your money where your mouth is, and mm-hmm. you know if you're going to support stuff, you got to support it. And um, uh, I this is one if you trust. I, I'm not saying it's breaking any ground, but God, it, it's a movie that's not going to be talked about, and it hasn't been really talked about, and like it should be talked about. Like it needs. It's it's a, a good indie flick, and I can't wait to talk about it next week with you and the rest of the community around uh, the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm really excited for this. So I'll make uh, I'll make OT watch it with me. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's kind of one of those where I, uh, I feel like it's uh, that, like I can I can see a, you like a fast pitch this. down home plate. Yeah. Like I'm, I can see you I'm ready to swing it, on this or, one, or I can see you being like, "Fuck this movie," or not "fuck this movie." Be like, "I really." I hope yeah. not, because I'm ready to like it. And um, you you told me ahead of time you're like, "Don't, don't look at anything." But I and, I was listen, aware of this listen, movie. And I was like, already I know, aware. like, I mean, even tonight you were like, uh, one of the movies you're like the first scene you were like, eh, "This like." It takes a good twenty-five minutes for this. It there's tonal, it change it shifts from one thing to another, mm-hmm. and it it takes a little bit of time to develop, and it goes from one thing to another. And I think you'll understand it whenever you like watch the whole thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, I let's not talk about it anymore. Okay. Um. Uh, there, yeah. 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 So we're gonna be talking about it next week. Uh, like. Like Brad said, guys, uh, check it out. Chime in. We're on Twitter at BruinViewPod. Um, email us, BruinViewPod at gmail.com. We appreciate everybody who who uh, is already reaching out to us. Um, you guys know who you are. We've we mentioned you enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not mentioning us, then we're not going to mention you. Yes. Come on. Hit us up. Hey, we- M- Mike TV was on Jeopardy. From your favorite movie, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Charlie and Chocolate Factory. 
<laughs> the guy, did you see that? That's hilarious, no. though. Uh, the guy who played Mike TV, I know you don't like the movie, um, but the guy who played Mike TV was on Jeopardy, and uh, he did not mention that he was that he played Mike TV. Oh, really? Yeah. And people on Twitter hey, went hey. nuts. <laughs> so funny. That is. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, yeah, a lot of good ones this week. Any uh, any final thoughts? Uh, I really don't. Uh, other than, hey, keep your head up. And keep, I know like everyone's like, up. everyone's like, oh, make this day the best day ever. No, you can't make each day like it's the best day ever. It's, that's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Just if it's a bad day, get through it. And mm-hmm. when the good days come, embrace them, man. Yeah. Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. That's all I can think of. Whenever keep your head up, that's all. I can. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. We're gonna be uh, back to our regular schedule. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, boy, bye. Please.